All right, you're listening to Fanatsu. Very special week for us. Um, Tuesday is July 4th, Independence Day. Um, but you know how we all feel about that. So we're doing something very, very special. Uh, we are reappropriating, reappropriating, if that's the correct word, uh, Independence Day. And we're celebrating our perspective independence. And um, we have uh, some new faces or even uh, people that we haven't heard of, heard from in a while. So we'll just go around the table and do uh, some really quick introductions. Um, I am Manny Cruz. Um, I don't know what I am. I'm a reporter right now, <laughs> I guess. So, uh, yeah. And to my right, we have... Have a day. Inan Hussein, Michael Luhan, Bavakwa. Um, I provide the pizza <laughs> for the podcasts. And there's, I may do one other thing, one or two other things in the community, though. Parapago, I know how. Hello, Buenas. Uh, my name is Jerry Cruz. I'm an independent filmmaker and uh, a supporter of the movement. Off a day, I'll see Andrew Gumatato. I'm a current teacher on summer break, really enjoying it. And this is my one of my favorite ways to, you know, uh, be around the community and to know more about my community. And um, yeah. Hafide, you know, Nusi Reduhan. Uh, currently, I'm an unemployed student, uh, <laughs> but uh, I always enjoy these little podcasts uh, we have here at the office here. Headquarters. <laughs> yeah, you can't say studio because, uh, nice. It's the independent headquarters. Hafide, I'm Stacia Yoshida, and I am a social work student at the University of Guam, and I am a volunteer for Independent Guam. Half a day, I am Nicole Quintanita. I am also a volunteer and also an out-of-work student. <laughs> uh, hopefully starting my master's in uh, a semester or two. I don't know. We'll see where, where things take me. But uh, yeah, I'll see you guys on Tuesday at the concert. All right, so Ray, Ray stepped out just for a couple seconds. But... Um, I just learned today that, I mean, I know we've talked about it um, a couple weeks ago, and at that time you were contemplating whether or not you would be pursuing the, the program in Hawaii. And I learned today that um, our friend Ray will be uh, pursuing his master's in social work. So, Biba Ray, awesome. Very excited for you, man. I know you'll do a lot of great things. So, but yeah, so today, um, you know, before we get too emotional, especially, you know, me, me and Ray are sitting across from each other. So, you know, yeah, you know how that goes. But, you know, so, yeah, we, we have this we have this event coming up on on July 4th, the Songs of Freedom concert. And what better way to kick off the, uh, the concert than to share some of our own uh, freedom songs? Um, when before before we started recording, um, I mentioned to to everyone in the room, you know, um, take a couple minutes, pick one of your freedom songs, and you know what, we'll play it here on Fanatsu, sort of like the uh, um, the Dun Dun Metallic episodes, you know. So uh, a similar format, um, but I think 
there we spent a lot of time maybe going over what's an appropriate song of freedom what's the most impactful and um i want to share one of mine just to, to throw it like way left field to tell you that uh, a freedom a freedom song for anyone can can be it can vary you know very widely um so this one is from a band called the aquabats it's from the early 2000s god that feels so i feel so old saying that but um but yeah so and you know you know me i mean my my whole thing is uh the media the media how how the media frames things and how how the media becomes a tool uh, of colonization and um the song idiot box uh talks a little bit about how overconsumption of the media you know can sort of stifle you your creativity your intellectual growth and uh can turn you into an idiot so yeah, uh, I want to play that for you now. So, idiot. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Take it, take it far out, you know, like whatever you got. So, but I mean, you you hear a lot of uh, like very familiar things that we we talk about here, especially in the months, uh, you know, surrounding my my thesis defense and all that stuff. Um, you know, turn off the idiot box, cut those cables, you know. Um, there, there's another side of the story of this discourse that's going on regarding uh, political status um and i don't know the more you become aware of it the more like sickening it is when you actually pay attention like i i saw um i saw our friend uh melvin's uh melvin wampet borja's interview with jason solace uh on kom and god bless him you know for covering the the concert and all that stuff but um when you begin to understand how they how they talk about things like uh, decolonization, independence, um, 
already framing it as something that's divisive and polemic and something that's very agitating. You know, you, you're already you're framing the topic of independence, you know, within within that specific uh, that that state of mind, you know. So, yeah. So uh, who, do, who do we have next? Stasia, right? <laughs> that's fine that's fine yeah like is there like a middle song oh, like? that's pretty mics. similar oh sorry <laughs> wait wait what like, like mine has a similar feel yeah, but like is yours one. like as like is it like would yours be better to go first to transition mine is maybe, so yeah, like kind of like mid-tempo like there's some no, moments no, yeah. Yeah. mine's not even a song too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree okay well mine's like totally sing not it bad. yeah oh, well um I chose uh, a very familiar song. I'm sure that all, all the Menomku will know. It's called a Ma- Malag Naputi and Tasi. And um, um, I mean, like for me, I've been always trying to understand music in a in a in different ways. And um, and I've been reading this. I read this book. It's called uh, Music uh, as Social Life, and it talks about how music is kind of like, uh, I guess in a in a Western sense, it's 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 more of like a specialty, like something that you that um, that really uh, portrays like oh, vir- virtuosity and on and um, and it, and, you, and you get this idea that oh, uh, I'm not really a musician. I you know I'm not really a singer. You know I just uh, I don't practice. You know like I don't read notes. So based on that makes me, you know, that exclude you. You're not really a musician. But uh. I, when reading this book, you know, yeah, I look. There, it, it talks about different understandings and like how, you know, um, one one aspect of it is uh, is the participatory uh, um, element of music and how, you know, different parts of the world they uh, they use music as uh, like an innate function. You know, it's not like you go to school and you learn this. It's how you live your life, and it's how they view it. Um, Anyway, so back to Malang Napati and Tasi, you know, it's, it's, I, th- I chose it because it also evokes uh, uh, certain ideas of, of you know, uh, religious righteousness. And, um, and just recently, um, people have, uh, have connected it with uh, uh, pre-contact uh, ideas, because a lot of the, the ideas in there is about a sea voyage and um, asking for guidance um, there's one particular line in there um, that uh, that was uh, changed, you know, to to sort of fit this pre-contact uh, idea, and like Liguini Maria. That's how people. That's how uh, they sing it in the novena. But in this, but there's a film actually that uses it to uh, to take on this big, ginormous uh, monster that's eating the island, and then they change it to Liguini. You change the whole perspective of the song, and that idea of, of having this, these these ideas, um, changing it to new perspectives, and this uh, uh, participatory, you know, everyone singing the song. It's not a, it's not like a, I'm on stage. I'm singing a song for all of you. And I'm going to show off my uh, what I've done. I've worked really, really hard, which is which is also good. But um, um, that's what I I feel uh, that uh, 
music in terms of uh, bringing together people has a very powerful, uh, it's very powerful. So, Melagnapitiuntasi, um, you know, I have these memories of, of uh, my family that, that have gone, and I have new memories with, with new shows, such as the Maisa show, and, um, and it's really uh, <coughs> taking that song and, and, uh, and uh, using your perspective and also recalling the other meanings that, that surround it. And um, yeah, that's my uh, take. Can we sing it? Where's the like? How about yeah? Just a couple. Gotta save the pipes. I gotta save for the concert. Malakna puti unta si cha chalani barko kusu unmonai tano jaufa tula. I think you sing it was I hope they do. Yeah. All right, but with that, I mean, Indie RE is coming up next, right, Stasia? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that, that seems like uh, a good transition, you know, okay. to go from. Yeah, I feel better now. I didn't want to, like, make it too, like, from ska music to, like, really. Uh, yeah, now I feel so <laughs> stupid. Like, you were so deep, Andrew. Like, yeah. <laughs> all right, it's Huh? <coughs> Did you already add it to like play? Yeah, it's on it's on the Spotify playlist. It's so, yeah. So uh, can you tell us a little bit about um? Uh, the, yeah, the second one. So the song I chose for my song of freedom is "I Am Light" by India Irie, and the reason why I chose it is like like some of the lyrics, you know, I'm not like for example, okay, there's some lyrics says I'm not the things. My family did. I am not the voices in my head. I am not the pieces of brokenness inside. I am light. And that speaks to me because, like, you know, don't let the, the bad experiences you have let define you and let you, like, how you carry on with yourself. Like, just because those bad things happen to you or, like, you know, the struggles that you go through doesn't mean that you can't break from that. Yes, it's going to be difficult, but it doesn't mean that it's impossible. Mm. It's just how you... Um, you know how you react to it and how you're going to perceive the next steps in your life so wow. it was really calming okay like when i first listened to it and it was like a really um it was a really difficult time uh like recently in my life and like when i listened to it i was crying i was like oh the heck this is like why is this song is like speaking to me but it was good though because i've never cried listening to a song so i really i really liked it wow beautiful and i know um you know, you and Ray are both part of the social work program, mm -hmm. and you guys talked uh, a little bit about how the, like, issues of domestic violence, um, mm -hmm. things like how how you would um, how you would approach uh, issues like that mm -hmm. are similar to what you, you could sort of encounter in, mm -hmm. in the colonial consciousness, mm -hmm. right? Definitely. Could you, could you maybe expand a little bit about, um, you know, that idea? So, like, I guess if we were to 
parallel it, like, for example, with domestic violence, like, you know, f we, at, as social workers, you want to empower the people that you work with who may have been affected by domestic violence, by letting you know, like, like, you are more than just, like, how you were treated through domestic violence and for to parallel with colonialism. You are n more than how your colonizers treat you. Just because they treat you that way doesn't mean that you deserve that. You deserve more than what you're given. You and But the only way, really, to change that is to to realize that you have the power, like, don't allow them to take away the power or make you feel like you can't do anything about like what where you place yourself in your like how you see yourself like oh I can't I can't be decolonized I can't you know be stronger than what I went through with you know like domestic violence or even just or even like also like homeless people you know like I like just because I, I got in a situation that is makes it difficult for me in my current living situation doesn't mean that I can't change that for myself so beautiful yeah no, I um, <coughs> no that was that was so beautiful but I think and something that Dr. Lisa pointed out to me or like uh, she said at a conference and I just I, she articulated it so perfectly but she said uh, colonization is the death to imagination mm -hmm. and so uh, I think it's the same with uh, since you're paralleling it to like um, victims of abuse or survivors of abuse you know kind of uh, enduring that kind of uh, lifestyle it kind of kills your hope and your faith and so there are definitely a lot of parallels but uh, the beautiful thing about social work is that's not even the whole picture that's just the beginning and then the next move is what are we gonna do to get them out of that situation using their own skill sets, using their own resources? So, I mean, I kind of have a little more. <laughs> this end up like the only because okay, so like even till now, like with even like why I chose that song and how it made me emotional too. Like even though I'm not like a survivor of you know that abuse, or I'm not even though like my living situation is fine, but still like I go like what I've gone through recently in my own personal life, it's like, like, oh, all these things just keep happening. Like, oh, I'll never be able to like change out of it. You know, I just feel kind of stuck. But then I remember like, you know, these things happen and they they happen to help me become stronger. And like, oh, you know, like when you look back, like even for other people listening, like when you look back on like the difficulties that you've gone through or things you thought that would never happen, like impossible to break away from, and then it has happened, and you're like, wow, you know, in that time period, I thought it would never happen, but here I am now, and it's changed for the better, so it's just like, you know, that's why, like, it's to time of, like, colonization, when I, like, I do understand where people are coming from with, like, oh, you know, like, that's impossible, like, we can't do that, you know, like, you know, look at our government, we're so irresponsible, and I do understand that, and I do agree t to an extent, but it doesn't mean, like, we should stay this way, you know, it's like, like, I can, like, foresee, like, like, can't they see, like, there's, yes, it's, like, you can't really see it, like, or maybe, like, if you envision what decolonization looks like, it's kind of, like, seems unrealistic, but it's, like, other people in the world do it, and they're all, other people have been decolonized, it's mm -hmm. not like a myth, you know, mm. <laughs> it exists, you know, yeah. it's, it's not easy, but it's like it's possible, and like imagine, you know, what Guam can look like decolonized. I think it would be pretty awesome, you know, like 
Okay, sorry, I went on a spiel. No, 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 no. <laughs> Thank but you so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the song is mm-hmm. um, "I Am Light." Oh, 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 my bad. So yeah, back just in case for someone forgot, like what song we're listening to now. <laughs> the song that I chose is "I Am Light" by India Irie.
Yeah, I liked how, um, oh, if you could move the mic, uh, yeah, I liked how she talks about, you know, I'm not, I'm not my parents, um, you know, like I am light, like I, whatever, whatever has happened in the past, you know, that's not me, like I am this person right now. Or even whatever yeah. happening to you right now that mm-hmm. feels an injustice to yourself, yeah. doesn't mean that you can, doesn't mean you have to let that define you. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. There's a lot of, um, a lot of ways we can translate that mm-hmm. to that's why i like it too and it's yeah. self-empowering you know it's like it could also be i am freedom you know mm. it's just how y- when you decide to make yourself free so yeah nice that's too deep but <laughs> 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 all right so ray what you got for us man oh man yeah we gotta follow up uh, i was worried about following up andrew and then i'm worried about like following up now it's uh, india i read but um my song is and this it's funny because like even when I posted on Facebook last week, I didn't know what to post, but it's because, and then even when you asked us to like brainstorm a song, because I was trying to think of a song for other people, mm-hmm. but you know, so I was doing it for other people, which was making it difficult for me. So when I started thinking it about myself, it just came to my head quickly. So uh, I don't know, my song of freedom is uh, Our Day Will Come by Amy Winehouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just super, I'm like obsessed with Amy, but um, a lot of, and I chose it particularly of, of events that happened last week. Uh, somebody said to me like, uh, you're so optimistic, but they said it, they said it like kind of uh, condescendingly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, does that sound optimistic? But, yeah. uh, but it was, it kind of like irritated me because um, it's not to say that I don't, that I'm like walking around, like blowing bubbles and smiling all the time, but I just choose to see, it's if this is my whole philosophy of like, okay, this is what the situation is. It's either I can think of a very negative song or like make the most of the situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, just because I know that I just have a blind faith that if you put your intention and you put the work in, then it, good things will come. Mm-hmm. And then uh, also because I started like as a palate cleanser, I'm so tired of like reading like uh, papers and stuff. So I yeah. just re- read a, a Paolo Coelho book again last week and he was just talking about a dark night and uh, or, you know, like just how no one could define faith. And uh, then he started to define faith as being a dark night, you know, just kind of knowing that this is it's night, it's dark. But we something in us, we don't know what the next second's going to be or the next minute's going to be, but we still choose to live knowing what not, not knowing what's to come. But we just have faith that it will come. The sun will come. And so that's kind of what inspired the song choice. So, nice. yeah, beautiful, man. And so, Nick, were you able to pull that up? Yes. Or? Cool. So we'll, we'll get into it. Amber. 
nice, man. I like that. Yeah, that was like some old school, uh, like rock steady or like. I could definitely I could hear like the whalers in there, you She's know. The best man. Yeah, nice. I dig it. Yeah, cool. So, is, is there anything else you wanted to follow up with that song? Or? No, I think no. I feel like, and you can find like parallels to anything with anything, you know. But um, I'm like I'm super duper obsessed with Amy. But uh, I think one parallel to uh, Guam's present political status and to her situation is that she was very much stigmatized. She was very much beaten down by the media and all of those things. And uh, so I think that's one. But she was a she was a person of her circumstance. You know, she was a a victim of her circumstances, and as are we with uh, certain issues plaguing our island. So, mm. yeah. Nice. All right. Next, we got Nick. Are you playing when we play the songs? Is it being on the podcast? No. Are you pausing oh, no. it? Are you pausing it? Okay. Oh, so. Okay. So, yeah. So, what do we got? Uh, so, um, Songs of Freedom, right? The concert. Um, it's not only songs. You know, there's there's uh, spoken word poets going up. And as one of the spoken word poets that's going to be uh, spitting, that's our term for performing, um, I decided to switch it up and choose a spoken word poem instead. Uh, as my mm. song of freedom. So, this is actually a song, or uh, a song, a uh, poem from Team Guahan that went out to Brave New Voices, mm. which is the largest international spoken word poetry festival in the world. Um, so we went out, um, this was in 2011, I went out for 2013. But uh, in 2011, um, Ryan the Lion LG and Willa the Mike Killer, um, that's their stage names, but Ryan and Willa, they, um, they were performing this poem at Brave New Voices in San Francisco, I believe. And I chose this poem because, oh man, just wait until you hear it. Like, it really just embodies everything that, um, that we've been fighting for, everything that you know we know to be true that ne aren't necessarily um, believed in by other people that aren't tomorrow or that don't yeah. support the movement. Um, so it's kind of a rough, you know, it's a rough video, the audio and stuff, because um, because it was like just filmed live while they were on stage. So there's like you can hear clapping sometimes uh -huh. or cheering. So I don't know if you can if you can. Work your magic on that, Manny. Sorry. I'll see what I can do. Yeah, <laughs> so. but uh, yeah. So. All right. <laughs> so I want to start this poem off with a disclaimer. So um, our coaches are back there tallying up the scores, and we came to the conclusion that we're out of the competition. So um, what we decided to do is, as a team, we. We, as a team, believe that this competition is useless without the message, and we didn't fucking travel 13 hours to compete in a competition, you know? We traveled so long so that we can have you hear our story and, you know, feel what we're feeling, so... That's right. We're gonna, we're gonna basically spit a poem. This is gonna be the third time we're spitting this poem in this contest, and we're gonna disqualify ourselves. Let's go! Just so we... Just so you can get a piece of your That's why you're here! That's right! That's fucking right, bro! That's fucking right! 
1668, Silence sailed from Spain and invaded the shores of Guam. The Spanish hushed the tumult culture with rifles, and the sound of extinction was deafening. They justified genocide with Bibles, burnt down huts, destroyed villages, and called it Catholicism. They forced us to our knees to praise the foreign god as if chanting to our ancestors was anything less than spiritual. The Spanish brought disease, soldiers, and missionaries to our island. Colonization was their mission. Silence was an order and fighting bad men as clinging to our culture. They stripped us of our true identity and banned our language. Snatching our native tongues out of our mouths and forcing Spanish out of our throats until we choked on the clumsy syllables. Our language was unrecognizable. Converting Hutza, Huga, Zulu, Unu, Dos, Tres, colonizing us was carried out in three simple steps. One, destroy the native language though the savages couldn't communicate. Two, confiscate land in the name of God while resistors were executed. Three, intermarry, rape, and procreate until indigenous bloodlines were diluted. But they did not realize we were warriors. Standing six feet tall, strapped with natural body armor and with a chest so wide. One tomorrow chief exhaled the breath of his entire village. Chiseled abs cut so deep they reached their spines. Make no mistake, our bloodlines have backbone weaved into a double helix. Machinery, Machinery and technology were irrelevant because with hands like the sea simultaneously gentle and deadly, we fed our people by harvesting the ocean sustainably. What was once a beach that provided all the necessities became a port for Spanish military. We called unnecessary currents with tactics that were as unpredictable as an undertow. Because we were able to see genocide glide with the tide, whether high or low, it just goes to show that our people stay true to themselves. With hearts like the coral reef, we set a barrier around the way of life. We were, and still are, one of the oldest civilizations in the Pacific, Itautautano, the people of the land. The indigenous are being swept out to sea like a plea in a bottle. From our shores to yours, we carry this message across 5,803 miles of deep blue. Because although we speak true, this attempt to teach you may get lost in migration. Not by choice, but by force. And of course, we won many battles, but mortal wounds let immortal scars on our true identity. Reminders that our history is a remnant break free from this tyranny. It is the foundation of strength we have to keep the Chamorro culture living and breathing. But too long we have watched the past form storm clouds over us, reigning silence as a new king. But we were never given a chance to sit on that throne, which sits on the land that we rightfully own. And once again, our voices red, white, and blue away when Americans stormed our beaches. We were written heritage, but treated like peasants in a capitalist system. Cash moves everything around me. Cream get the money. Native language kill, y'all. But with the strength we inherit from our ancestors, we will engage in this war to preserve our past. Using our vocal cords as slings and our vocal tones as stones, they are thrown. Not meant to break bones, but to break the silence of our people. To all of you, this is just a poem. But to us, it's a chance to bring justice to our home. So, so we, we carry this message in our hearts to a nation that still considers us second-class citizens. Even though we enlist more soldiers per capita to fight and, and die for the freedoms we are not privileged to. The freedom of speech, the freedom to speak and be heard with these words. We proclaim that though our oppressors may try to arrest our development, Wuhan has waved its right to remain silent. If you guys want to hear that live, I'm 
partially sure Ryan is going to be performing. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan the Lion LG will be performing at the concert uh, this Tuesday. So if you guys want to um, meet him, talk to him, talk about this process, the poem, how it feel, how uh, he felt about it, how we felt writing it, um, how we felt performing it, you guys can totally hit him up. He's always open to talking to people about it. Um, so this Tuesday, he'll be there, I'll be there. Um, a bunch of, actually, a handful of us uh, who came out of the Sinaganta Youth Movement, which is the island's only nonprofit spoken word youth organization. Um, we all came from GW, and then through GW, we were in the Sinaganta Youth Movement, and then we all became, um, we all processed through into, from youth poets into um, organizers or into, um, mentors in the program and then further on in our lives as poets so uh, feel free to hit us up hopefully we'll be picking up the movement soon again and hitting the high schools again yeah nice, nice. so holy shit um i i don't <laughs> want to detract uh from what you were just saying or even that performance but uh yeah esteeds almost <laughs> my izoku yeah izoku yeah so um my my battery has been charging for the past week probably <laughs> oh fuck i hope that didn't um like mess up <laughs> like its capacity or anything it has a one minute charge now. oh great yeah but anyway so um uh so now jerry um what you got uh, my my song of freedom uh, um i'm just kind of off the top of my head, so when, when you said, hey, you, you have a, a, a song of freedom, so hearing what everybody uh, uh, suggested and uh, and uh, had played, uh, I was thinking in my mind, well, the theme of persistence, that we've been around for 4,000 years, and it's time and for us to keep it alive. How little the flame flickered and died down, it was a roaring bonfire 4,000 years ago, but now it's dwindling down to a little flicker, but it's still alive. And it's making a return, and I'm glad to see that, you know, the movement, although back in the 80s, and I date myself here, that it was uh, it was kind of a, a good effort, but we didn't succeed. However, you know, times have changed. And like uh, Ray said, our day is coming. And uh, I just want everybody to to you know, keep it alive, keep it in your heart, keep it in your spirit, whatever. You know, and alpha gaigi korosonmu sota laknus. You know, come on out on July fourth, and uh, you know, and show your pride, and uh, never give up. And that's the song I picked. It's from a motion picture soundtrack called Holes, uh, back in the early two thousands. Uh, Eagle Eye Cherry. Still here. 
that if we give, we will receive. Yes, we must believe that it's gonna get better. Don't give up, never give up. We won't stop giving all we got. Don't give up, never give up. We won't stop giving all we got. We're breaking the way for what holds us down. this to just about anything but for a song of freedom uh, just to quickly you know be asked hey pick a song so I mean there's there's so many songs out there and so off the top of my mind something on YouTube something we could play mm -hmm. or whatever uh, you know and the lyrics explain it all uh, we're not going to stop giving you all we got uh, you know we've been around for 4,000 years and we're going to be around for another 4,000 years so uh, you know why not do it uh, being ourselves you know why do we have to be under another flag that uh frankly and and i'll 
Some people don't want to hear the sugar-coated version, but we've been mistreated badly for the last over 100 years. And the Treaty of Versailles said these people deserve to have their political destiny determined. That was not, that treaty was reneged on. World War I, World War II, we've been put on the back burner for over 100 years. And I, I think it's about time that we, you know, we got our, sh our shot at it. And uh, we can coexist, you know, but a, a different political situation. So we're not going to give up. We're going to give it all our got, we, all we've got till, you know, till we uh, reach our goals. And, you know, it's time to shake the tree, you know, stir the beehive and, uh, you know, get people out there. Because I'm not ashamed. I'm, I'm Chamorro. I've been Chamorro all my whole life. And wherever I go, I'm going to be Chamorro. I can't change that. So, you know, for other people to say, well, you know, uh, if I move here, move there, I mean, it's not going to change who you are. You know, wherever you come from, that's who you are. And, uh, you know, I, I'm just so glad for the movement. I'm so glad for, you know, getting in, uh, getting involved and, and just helping out And because it's long time coming. And we've had men and women shed their blood like that poet said in the in the poem, per capita, can you believe a small island like this, giving up the most blood to uphold a piece of paper that doesn't apply to us? I think that's just wrong. That's just very wrong. There's something wrong with that. So, uh, you know, I, I hope uh, you all come out, support us uh, on uh, Tuesday. Woo! Viva. You know, and on a side note too, if independent, independent guahan ever hosts like um a 5k or something i could see andrew in the back of a truck uh you know just blasting that song passing out water bottles or anything i've seen him like i love that oh do i do yeah yeah but <laughs> but uh you know last but not least so um Miguel's been waiting here patiently i know he's been <laughs> you know Close waiting to yeah yeah so uh what, do you, what you got for us oh well i was tempted to to pick something different completely different than what everyone else <laughs> and i was hoping i was hoping that ken gofigan cooper or or Michael, not the gold medal winner Phelps, would be here to to sort of give us something which is aggressive and and not pleasant to listen to, but has some sort of um, revolutionary message. But I don't like that type of music, unless it's in tomorrow. You do you. Unless it's in tomorrow. So, but it was a nice sort of a variety here. My first instinct was to do a tomorrow song. And so I kind of mulled it over which one I wanted to choose, of going from the group Chamorro and their album Ningayan uh, Pumara um, with Chempu and Federales and Mangi Chamorro. And then um, the, the works of Daniel de Leon Guerrero and all of his sort of heartfelt songs, which no one pays much attention to because they're too busy requesting Casey Leon Guerrero songs from <laughs> Kish 102.9. Um, and so, but ultimately, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be real to sort of my song of freedom, then it's gotta be Mungadzuma Finu Inglesi, because my sort of path as somebody who is critical and conscious as a Chamorro person, it it starts off when I started to learn the Chamorro language, and that was one of the first songs that I I sat down with my grandmother to translate when I was trying to learn, and so it was interesting because. 
sitting down with my grandmother, going over it. Because one of the first albums that we ever translated together was the Tsamorudzu CD from Johnny Sablan. And it's got Ngumupusi Paluma, it's got Si Serena, it's got Tipi Tipi Tun Tipi Puesa Josestaki. It's got all these songs, and then it has Mungadzuma Finu Inglesi in there, which is so different than the rest, which are much more traditional sounding. And then it has this song, which is just, in its time, was completely radical. Completely. Nowadays, if you have a song that says, you know, don't speak English to me, it's a little bit less because Chamorros as a people are now a little bit more proud than they were in the 60s and the 70s. But at that time, when everybody was Americanizing in whatever way they could, for somebody to come out with a song that said, don't speak English to me, or I don't want you to speak English to me, it was an incredible sort of, sort of thing. And so it opened up so many paths of conversation with even just my grandmother, who was a very apolitical person. She was still a very understanding and warm person. Um, but so then talking to her then about the politics of language, and about her then expressing after several conversations about that, her feeling actually kind of sad that she had punished children for speaking Chamorro when she had been a teacher before World War II and after. And then later on her commenting that sort of, it made her feel good then to teach me Chamorro. Like she was doing something to kind of make up for the mistake that she had made before. And the thing is, I have talked to probably two, I've probably interviewed about two or three hundred older Chamorro people over the course of my life, and very few of them come out like that and basically say, like, you know, I, sh I, sh I screwed up, I, I shouldn't have listened to sort of the, the white person or the educated Chamorro person who told me, if you know English, you know, English is the only way for your kids. Um, and then I've never heard them basically make the connection that if even if you withheld the language from your children in the past, you can still teach it to your grandchildren or your great-grandchildren. You know, so somebody brainwashed you into thinking English is the only way, brainwash your children into thinking tomorrow is the best thing in the world. That's parenting. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but anyway, so this song is definitely for me. It represents sort of the the Chamorro, like, people oftentimes say um, Chamorros don't have much critical consciousness, not a radical people, um, you know, more, more apt to sort of make Keleguin than to sort of protest. Um, that's true in some ways, but Chamorros always find their ways to comment on what they don't like. And so music, all Chamorro singers, Johnny Spallan in particular, have found ways to put a critique about what's going on around them into their songs, and so this one coming so early for him and having such a strong message, it's, it's always had an impact on me. Well now, Pungatsu, my 
Songs of freedom, songs that expand our consciousness, that remind us of things in the past, but also, you know, remind us that there's always the possibility for things to be different in the future. And so, um, you know, Chamorro music in a way reminds us about that. Chamorro music is about tradition. It's about keeping ties, using the language of our ancestors, using the traditional forms of our ancestors. But then at the same time, as we can see, Chamorro music is all about adaptation, about Chamorros in the past taking song styles that came from Spain, from the Philippines, from country music, from rock music, and then there's even a couple Chamorro hip-hop artists out there, and then just sort of, because that's really, you know, vitality and sovereignty of a people is it's not what you hold on to, but it's how you adapt as the world naturally changes and as your people naturally change as well. 
And so that's why I think it's awesome that we're having a, a concert. Independent Guahan's having a concert because every political movement needs art and in particular music to kind of help inspire it and help guide it. Anyways, Sidzus Masi. Yeah, Biba. But before before we cut off, um, you know, I want to say that we, we do have a lot of other things uh, going on leading up to the the concert. Uh, we have the the Songs of Freedom challenge up on Facebook. So um, you know, there's a giveaway, and don't tell me you guys don't want uh, one of our badass uh, limited run T-shirts because at the at the Respect the Chamorro People rally, you know, people people um kept coming up to us like, hey, where can I get one of those shirts? And like, you know limited run sorry you know but so at least this time around you guys have a chance to win one of your own uh songs of freedom t-shirts all you got to do it's really easy share one of your songs of freedom on facebook there's a link on the independent guahan page and that's all there is to it be one of the first 50 people up until the event to win a t-shirt so yeah i want to thank all of you guys for for coming out for listening this has been fun always always a good time thank you